Time is running out for the planet Earth. It's impervious to all voices. There's an intriguing sensation. It's a nuclear device. Fun, fun, fun! Yes, that's nice. Statistically speaking, of course, it's still the safest way to travel. It belongs to a creature from outer space. It's a bird! It's a plane! It's very important. It does not confuse. It's a trap! Hi, everyone, and welcome to an extra special all-new episode of Geek Shell Inherit. I'm Daniel Pickett. I'm Jason Lindsay. And, uh, you know, we, we felt bad about their not being an episode uh, two weeks ago, so we're going to do a little bonus mini-episode here because there's some more news that I felt like we just had to talk about. This has really sort of rocked the geek culture, and uh, I'm sure everyone's been just waiting on pins and needles to know our opinion of it. <laughs> well, first off, let's let's get this out of the way. Yes. The, the last episode we just did, the last full episode, was what, 84? <laughs> it was 83. So this is either so this 84 is, or 83.5. Let's, let's make this 83 and a half. Okay. Just like Fellini. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is this is episode eighty three and a half. Yes. Um, okay, so um, <laughs> Henry is dying to give his opinion, obviously, on on yeah. this bit of news. Uh, so th- this always this always sort of happens. Uh, you know, we will record an episode. You know, we do this every week, and as soon as we get one in the can, something huge will happen. You know, uh, usually the same day, like we've recorded an episode. So uh, we thought this one was important enough that we we sneak a little extra conversation in here uh, because we, you know we didn't want it to be old news two weeks later. So well, it's also it's cast- interesting that we we literally were just talking about this. Yeah. Uh, in the previous episode, we just were talking about this bit of casting and the possibilities. Yes. So, you know, we must have our finger right on the pulse because uh, it's true. You know, we we put it out there and it gets it, it happens. So yeah. So so you know, casting is always a, a tricky thing in the in the the fanboy universe. Uh, you often see people are not happy with with choices. And, uh, you know, this has been talked about for a long time, and and uh, there's been a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation, but it, it came out this week that Bradley Cooper is in talks to be Rocket Raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy. I am shocked to my core. Yeah. I have to tell you, I, I, I do not know what they're thinking, and uh, I don't know what this means for the Marvel Universe, frankly. But, you know, we heard a lot of other names early on. You know, we heard like Adam Sandler and I think uh, maybe even Chris Rock. I mean, don't get me and, wrong. Uh, I, I like Bradley Cooper. You know, I, I think he's great in the Hangover films and he was he was OK. It's Spaceman. But can he play a, right. can he play a raccoon? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't uh, You know, they, he got a lot of critical acclaim in that uh, Silver Linings playbook. So I feel like that gave him. But again, kind of the, the street cred, you know, he was playing a human. Let's be honest. I mean, anybody well, can play a, anybody can play a human. Yeah, uh, you're you're playing a, a a creature that's part of a intergalactic you know police force. Uh, it's a different story. I just I don't know if he can do it. I hope he's got the chops. I, I don't disagree, but you know we, it comes with the disclaimer that he's still just in talks. He has not been officially cast yet. That's right. So so nobody go jumping off buildings just yet. But uh, you know I I find him very funny. You know like. When I see him on like between two ferns, I feel like he can be funny. So uh, I'm I'm in it. I'm, I fully support this casting choice. And listen, I'm a I'm a straight man. 
last time I, yep. last time I checked. Right. When was the last time you checked, by the way? Just this morning, as a matter of fact. Okay, good, because you got to check that every, every like six months or every, so. Every few months. And, uh, you know, I'm not above admitting he's a handsome fella. He, oh, yeah. He's a, he's a looker. He's a looker, you know. But, uh, you know, he's not going to be on screen for this. So that's, true. that's been carrying him along for a while, and I just, I just don't know. So, like, like we said, this was, this was uh, such a, a huge piece of casting news. We thought we cannot, we cannot let the week wrap up uh, without commenting on it. Yeah. Oh, so, and there also there was that there was another thing that that um, yeah they were just it turns out Ben Affleck is going to play Batman in the in the Batman Superman thing. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's it's uh, just. Are they talking about that anywhere? It just broke and uh, it's confirmed. You know, unlike the Bradley Cooper thing. Oh. It's confirmed. So, uh, but yeah, but we can talk about that some other time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Good night, Good everyone. Night. Thanks for coming. Enjoy your episode. <laughs> Welcome to, to Geek Show and Hair at Improv. Every week on this channel. Uh, yes, yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> yeah, the internet burned to the ground. Yes, it did. So the big news is, uh, it's funny. This is this is weird. I couldn't sleep last night. I have these these a uh, couple times a month where I am literally up, you know, until four or five in the morning, kind of thing. Right. I couldn't sleep last night, and I saw this on the internet. I don't know, two in the morning or something. When did you did you post it? Like midnight or something? Like when did this? No, no, it came out uh, around six o'clock yesterday. Oh, was it? It was right. Oh, then I just missed it completely because I was. In, yeah. This was a late breaker or something. Yeah, I got the 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 breaking news from Variety right around six o'clock. It was right before I was leaving work. And so I posted it before I like got my car and took off and just kind of let the the rain of comments come in as I drove home. Yeah. So speaking of comments, I mean, obviously, people, the reason we do this is to talk about stuff that we dig or our opinions on such things. This is a huge bit of news. We're a couple of geeks. We love the superhero people. Um, I guess we should talk about what we think about it. So what's your what's your take on this latest uh, incarnation of the Batman? Uh, it's, it's mixed. Uh, I'm, I am cautiously optimistic about it. You know, we, we have seen this with, I think every Batman casting, you know, Keaton was not, uh, warmly embraced. Uh, no, he was, he wasn't. I mean, I ran through this in my, you know, Keaton, I remember the Keaton thing and I wasn't one of those guys that was like, what the F, but, but, uh, you know, on the other hand, I wasn't like fantastic. It was more like, oh, that's interesting because it, you know, yeah. there, there was a very, that was a different thing. That was a very um, open playing field for that. That was a very, what is this thing going to be? We weren't even sure yep. what the whole thing was going to be. When Kilmer was announced, I had no problem with that because I was, I was a fan of his stuff. And I, 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 I felt, you know, having watched him in certain things and like that uh, Thunderheart, the great uh, movie he did, where I thought, well, there's more to him than just the, the pretty boy thing. And he was, he was making some interesting choices. Yep. I was okay with that. When Clooney got announced, at the time, and this is, you know, I'll, I'll talk about how I feel about Affleck in, in relation to something like Clooney. I never used to like Clooney. I thought Clooney was okay. was a one-note performer. I really did. And if you look at ER and you look at some of his early stuff, he's the same in every scene. And he used to do this thing where he would he would sort of bob his head. Yeah, you know? he would, the head you know, and lean forward. He'd, He'd cock the head to one side or the other and kind of bob it and go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he did Out of Sight with 
Soderbergh, and Soderbergh caught him doing this. This is a true story. Soderbergh caught him doing it and go, what are you doing? You know, yeah. and called him out on it and changed his whole vibe. And if you, that movie was a huge leap, I think, for Clooney as an actor and also just, you know, in, in the projects that he was, that he was choosing. And everything changed after that when he hooked up with Soderbergh. And I found this new respect for the guy and, and a lot of the stuff that he, and he's got a, a great, I think he's got a good range, you know, from comedy to, to drama to whatever. Affleck is one of these guys I used to hate. I mean, absolutely hated this guy. Um, having said that, you know, I never thought he was a good actor. Uh, I think he's he's improved a little bit over the years. I don't think he's terrible, but I, I think he's he's you know he's okay. What I what I admire and I respect about the guy is the way he managed to come out the other side of his ubiquitousness in the late '90s, where like the whole. Jennifer Lopez thing and being in her music videos and he was just sort of everywhere for a while. He came out the other side. You know what I mean? You know how you and I made that joke once about like uh, Dave Grohl, like if you had told me back in the days of Nirvana that the drummer was going to end up being, you know, in a, in a band that I really like yeah, and, and, <laughs> and doing everything that Dave Grohl, it'd be like, no way. There's just no yeah. way that guy. And it's kind of the same thing with, with uh, Affleck. I look at that career that he had in the late 90s, and I, I, if you would have told me he would have been a, a writer-director, much less an a, a Oscar winner, you know, and, and all that stuff. He's also a very Multiple bright, Oscar winner. He's also a very bright guy. I think he's a, yeah, I think yeah. he's a very smart guy. Uh, when you see him on shows like uh, Real Time or, you know, uh, The Daily Show or any of that stuff, He's a very sharp guy, and he really knows his way around uh, the political world. So I, I, I have a respect for the guy, um, and I actually. But he's also he is a fan of the genre. Yeah, yeah. he loves comic mm-hmm. books. Uh, he has worked very hard. You know, he's 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 tried to sort of do that same sort of uh, Johnny Depp thing, where you don't rely on your pretty boy. Yes. I don't think he's gone quite to the extreme that Johnny Depp did, just wanting to play wacky people all the time. But again, you're, but again, but, you're, you're like, if, if you told me this guy, you know, the three movies he's done, while, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say they're stone cold classics. They're three, you're talking about his directing? Yeah, they're three, yeah. they're three good movies. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're very well done. And it's, you know, you wouldn't have thought that same guy would have, would have necessarily had this, other career. Um, I even like the town more than um, uh, uh, Largo. Argo. Uh, Argo. I, I think the town is a is a great movie, um, yep. and I think it's I think it's the best thing he's done. Um, so anyway, I'm I'm I'll throw this back to you, but just just for my two cents, having said all that and talked about his career and you know what I think of the guy and all that stuff, I don't think this is a good idea. I think this is a completely uninspired. Uh, choice. I think there are loads of other people that that would have been more worthy, especially coming off of Christian Bale. And while he wasn't perfect, he loomed large uh, for that character. He really, he really gave it his all. And um, I just this 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 casting does absolutely nothing for me. I think it's just. Um, I'm, I'm even I'm even. It's so weird. Like reading it, I even was kind of like what are they thinking? Like, why, 
he's obviously got this amazing amount of clout because of all the other stuff that he's doing and he's done. And he's got a great relationship with Warner Brothers. As far as his, yep. his acting career, as far as like, you know, we got to get Affleck for this thing. He's dynamite, you know, or like, make sure you get Affleck and this is the second lead because we're guaranteed a big opening weekend. It's, he doesn't have that. You know, he had right. it for a little bit, but he's not that guy. So he's become, you know, better known for his writing and directing the past few years than, than any of his acting projects. So it's a really, and I say interesting and not, not in a good way. It's an interesting choice that they would go this way. And I'm not, I have, I have a feeling it's a good amount to do with the relationship that he has with uh, Warner Brothers and how rewarding yeah. that's been. Um, but as far as him as, as Batman, Bruce Wayne, I, I don't, I don't think you, you I think you need a, a much larger presence than he has. And I actually wrote this on um, the Geek Show Inherit page. My, if, if anybody out there can give me, I won't even say one, I'll say two or three performances of Ben Affleck's in any of his films that you've walked away and went, holy shit, that was really something. He, he really was great in that movie. Uh, I'd love to hear him. I'd love to, to have that list posted up. Well, I think the top one that, that everyone sort of pointed to, and this was kind of almost a comeback for him, was his turn as George Reeves in Hollywoodland. Well, Again, I, I thought he was... That was one that people kind of went, oh, wow, the, the kid can do something. I thought he was fine. Did I, did, what, did I go, you know, what a revelation kind of thing? Not, not at all. In fact, the, the one I thought of that I thought was uh, a, a bit of a stretch and um, was show, he, he was showing something a little different. Did you ever see the, the film version of a, a, a television thing called State of Play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Russell Crowe and yeah. Rachel McAdams. So he was, yeah. you know, he was, you know, like college buddies with Russell Crowe's character. And he becomes this, you know, political uh, guy. I don't want to say too much about the story for anyone who hasn't seen it. It was based on a British uh, TV series, which was brilliant, with um, John Sim. You love, you'd love it, because John Sim was the Russell Crowe character. Okay. David Morrissey was the Affleck character. Oh. And um, Bill Nye was the editor of the paper, which was the Helen Mirren uh, performance in the movie. Right, uh, right. So there's some... There's, oh, and um, who's the Scottish actress? She's in everything. She was in No Country for Old Men. She just the, was the voice in, in Brave, uh, as the young girl in Brave. Kelly. Oh, yeah, for the lady from Boardwalk Empire. Yes. She's yeah. the Rachel McAdams uh, part in the TV series. So all the oh, okay. everybody that came out of that series went on. Did just fine for themselves. Yeah, exactly. It's a great, great series. And the film did a pretty good job of, you know, taking a six-hour thing and making it, you know, two hours. Um, but I thought Affleck was pretty good in that because he was, uh, he was showing a bit of a vulnerability uh, that I don't think I had, I had seen. But, again, I'm not trying to trash the guy. Like I said, I've, I've – I've given my two cents about respecting him and, you know, admiring some stuff that he's done and appreciating things that he's done. But as far as an actor goes, as far as thinking about the presence that's needed for, for you know, Bruce Wayne, um, you know, when I think about Christian Bale when that was announced, 
I immediately went back to his 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 villain, his his rich kid villain in Shaft, the Shaft remake. Yeah. Uh, I thought about him in American Psycho, um, and a few other things. And I thought, you know, this guy can do this. He, he's he's, you know, even though we we've always talked about the character itself and Batman sort of getting shortchanged in almost all the movies. Uh, I do think it, it calls for something bigger than, than I've seen from Affleck. Maybe I'm going to be proven wrong, but what gets me about this, at the end of the day, if everybody's okay with this, at the end of the day, everybody has to realize, unless something goes horribly wrong, which it won't, this movie is going to come out and it's going to be huge, this is going to be our Batman for the next 10 or 15 years. Yeah. He's going to be Batman in every Batman film, in every team-up, in, in the Justice League thing. He's going to be our guy. This is going to probably be like a Cap, uh, Chris Evans thing where you sign on for seven movies kind of thing. So if everybody's okay with that, then, you know, enjoy it. And maybe he's going to, you know, surprise us. But it's, it's – I think it's – as far as casting goes, a big character like that, I think it's a – I think it's a letdown. I think it's a mistake. So – you know, we saw him in Daredevil, and he wasn't horrible in that. Uh, you know, the the film certainly had its its issues, but you know, did a serviceable job. You didn't not believe that he was uh, capable of the the fight scenes and and things like that. Right. So, uh, and of course, he was attached at one point, or at least strongly rumored to direct the Justice League film. That's right, like a, like a year ago or so, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've so, clearly been talking to them over there at uh, the WB. Yeah. So uh, for me, you know, I, I everyone knows I was not a huge fan of Man of Steel. Uh, so I I, I don't uh, have a lot of hope for Man of Steel too. Right. I think if if this were Affleck rebooting Batman, and they went to a more sort of Neil Adamsy Batman where he was very tall, very athletic, mm-hmm. you know, uh I think he would be perfect in that role. Oh. Being the sort of grizzled, you know, they keep kind of alluding to the the you know, they're not saying they're going to do Dark Knight Returns, yeah. but they you know, Zack Snyder has said that hinting when he was casting this that he wanted some sort of seasoned veteran, someone that showed the scars that had been a superhero longer than uh, than Henry Cavill's Superman. Right. Uh, I think, you know, like we said, we were all sort of leaning more towards like a Josh Brolin or, or someone a little older. Yeah. Affleck, you know, just, just, again, I think very smart guy, very funny, very capable, loves the thing. Uh, he's still kind of a baby face uh, to me and, and, it, and doesn't speak to that the sort of weight of that Batman that you would need to be sort of an angry guy that would want to fight Superman. Yeah, and it's funny you talk about the face, and this sounds, I, 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 I sound like such a um, reporter from like E! Entertainment Television or something, but like if you think about that, uh, the structure of that care, of the face of Batman, that what, what, you, what you've got to work with in that mask, a lot of it has to do with the eyes and the mouth, obviously, because they're, the only two things that are, you know, visible in that. You think about Keaton. Keaton had an amazing mouth for that. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it was so. It was very distinctive. So yeah. So distinctive. Kilmer 
had a great mouth, great features under that thing. Clooney, I always joked about it. Clooney, you know, I love the guy. He doesn't have an upper lip. He, yeah. he does not have an upper lip. It didn't quite, you know, work. Bale, it, it seemed to work. Affleck, I just don't, I just don't see it being that interesting. We've already kind of seen it uh, as a teaser in, um, you know, with, with Daredevil. You know, it's funny. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of negativity on the Internet about this. And it's not it's, – actually, I shouldn't even say that. More sort of a big question mark, like, huh? I see that more than, oh, come on, you know, and like trashing the guy. I see more like, what is going on? And I, I've seen the extreme of that. Of people just like, good God, this is the worst thing ever. Boycott. You know, we someone – started a petition on the White House's website to make it illegal for him to play Batman. Come on. I'm dead serious that happened. Well, see, it's, I'll say two things that's very interesting, very interesting about that. If this was 1998, I would probably sign that petition. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's how much yeah. I used to hate this guy. Yeah. Uh, knowing who he is now, and I, this, is, this is really, I mean, I'm very sincere. Like, I, I, I have a, a certain amount of goodwill toward this guy because I think he's done some really good stuff. And I think he's got a, a good chunk of, of talent. Um, you know, but the second thing I'd say is I would be more interested if the news was he was involved with directing uh, the, the Batman Superman film or, or a new Batman film. Mm-hmm. than him playing the character. Based on the, the work that he's already done as a director slash writer, whatever, whatever, you know, however much writing he actually does on these things, um, I would be more curious to see that than him actually playing Batman. Okay. And that's saying something, I think. Yeah. You know? So you seem to be just sort of like, eh, no big deal, I'm open to it, let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, well, you're wrong. he has, he has done good enough work that I'll go, all right, I'll give that a shot. Well, yeah, but, well, let me, let me ask. And this, uh, but again, like I think what everyone is saying, nah, not necessarily my first choice. But this is down to opinion and I'm not being critical if whatever your answer is, but what, give me your like top three Affleck performances where you're like, that was, you know, a damn good acting job. Uh, again, I'll, I'll say Hollywood land. I thought was very good. I enjoyed his performance in Argo, and uh, then of course Jersey Girl or Geely is a tie. Geely, I forgot about Geely. <laughs> he, he, the, the man survived Geely. Yeah. You, you know, you got to give him. I got to give him a, a bit of props for that. That he survived, he survived <laughs> that debacle. Um, so it's it's very so you're seeing a lot of you're seeing a lot of flat out hate. For this choice. Oh yeah, I've seen really? some some cartoon hate. Like what kind? Like what kind of stuff is being said? Uh, here, I'll, I'm, I won't say who this is, but uh, right. it's he's a he's someone on a a group that I belong to on Facebook. He says, "I'm so angry right now. This is purely a move to add a big name to the franchise and get the big bucks in. There were so many other amazing choices, like Scott Adkins." who everyone wanted. Keep him as Daredevil. <laughs> Keep him as a director, not an actor. I cannot imagine seeing Ben as Batman in a Justice League movie. And he says no with about 40 O's at the end and two exclamation points. I'm sorry. Scott who? Scott Adkins. Who's Scott Adkins? I don't know. 
I don't know who that is. Is that is that like his neighbor? <laughs> Maybe. I don't Let's know. See. I've never heard of such a person. Um, that's interesting. Well, you know, back to what we just or what I was talking about in the previous episode, Josh Brolin. You mentioned him uh, again. There's a guy that just about everything he's done, whether the movie's you know halfway decent or not, I find him so watchable. Like like he's so you know he can do some some light stuff, but from you know George W. Bush to No Country for Old Men, uh, even the even the Grindhouse thing that he did, like he gives it his all, and he he does a lot of risky stuff and a lot of strange stuff, and he's he's got the chops, and I find him very interesting to watch, and I also find him kind of menacing, like he's scary, like like. I think he's got demons the way, you know, Mickey Rourke had demons, you know, 20 years ago or whatever. And okay. I thought that would be really interesting to see, you know, a guy like that take this thing on, you know. Um, but uh, it is not to be. It's going to be it's going to be Benefer. Let's see. Scott Adkins. Right. Benefer. Isn't that what they're called? He, he, they did. Yeah. Electra. Scott Adkins, really? This is what he's known for? The Expendables 2, Universal Soldier, Day of Redemption, Assassin's Game, Ninja? Wow. I don't know who that is. I don't know. He looks kind of like Russell Park to me. But, uh, Who's Russell Park? Or not, uh, not Russell Park, uh, Ray Park. From, um, from Star Wars. From Episode 1? Yeah. Let me read you a couple more quotes I saw on the Internet about Please. people being angry about casting. Please do. Uh, I won't be able to watch it. Yuck. This whole movie depends on casting. They'd better do it well. He has the charisma of a lettuce leaf. Uh, You've got to be kidding. Signed, Matt Damon. I I don't think so. You're joking. That's not right. No, you've got to be (laughs) kidding. Now begins the downfall of the Batman series. This is a terrible joke. Now, everything I just read was people reacting to Heath Ledger as the Joker. Is that true? That is true. See, that's interesting because I remember hearing his name and I was like, I'm down for that. Like, look, you could you could pull that out for just about any major, you know, character that's been cast. There's always going to be dissent. Always. It's never going to be across the board everybody, you know, loves this. I mean, god, do you remember what Daniel Craig had to go through? Oh, yeah. I mean, you thought Keaton had it bad? They, they, there has never been such venom for an actor uh, in, in, a, in a part before the poor guys even debuted as what they put Daniel Craig through. All those websites, they were, they were vicious. I mean, talking about yeah. how ugly he was. And, you know, there was a, remember there was a website that was literally called DanielCraigIsNotBond.com? <laughs> yes. You know? And... Uh, we all know how that went. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can pull out a list like that for any major, you know. I mean, it's, you know, the, it's the kind of thing like, I, I was joking about this with something like Fantastic Four. Like, you remember when that cast, I mean, I didn't know really who Chris Evans was. Right. But I was like, eh, okay. And then once I saw it, I thought he was terrific. But when you heard Michael Chiklis, you were like, oh, that makes sense. Yes. And then you heard about the Welsh guy. 
and you were kind of like, well, Mr. Fantastic is kind of what he is, and I've seen this guy in a couple things, and he's fine. Mm-hmm. But then Jessica Alba, you were like, wait a minute, this this milk toast white, you know, whiter than white Caucasian, you know, blue eyed blonde <laughs> woman is yep. being played by Jessica Alba. They had to dye her hair and give her contacts. Yeah, that I just think that's ridiculous. Um, you know, again, you're not. You know, no offense, Sue Storm, but she, you know she's not. It's not Hamlet, but um, I just think that's that's complete silliness. Um, you know, look, it's it's interesting to me though. Uh, like, you know, there's a lot of the the genre websites have been writing about this and sort of gauging people's reaction. But so far today, Variety has written three different articles about the backlash. Really? Uh, yeah, one of them was comparing the the Keaton backlash. One of them is called. Ben Affleck as Batman, a reversal of fortune, talking about all the sort of goodwill he garnered from garnered. See, because his wife is Jennifer Garner. Uh, the good, the good fortune, uh, you know, that sort of Adelaide's he got from Argo and how people thought he was snubbed, you know, in some of those categories. And and then talking about does this sort of defeat that, you know, does this reverse that? Interesting, but do, you, yeah. you have to. There, they, when you heard this, there must have been part of you that went. Really? Like, like again, not, not that it's beyond the realm of comprehension that he would be considered, but that he's not exact. you know, I wouldn't have put his name in, the, in, the, in, the, in a list of ten. I wouldn't have even thought he was being considered. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally get it's it. It's not like he's, he's right out there in the, in the, in the forefront as a, uh, as a big box office space. Or, not that that's what was necessary for, for the part, but do you, you know what I mean? Like, it... it uh, He's almost become so, so much better known now for the for the directing. Yeah, uh, I, I just I sincerely hope that he uh, has unplugged his internet for the past twenty four hours. Well, look, I have no doubt. Maybe he's out on vacation, or I have no doubt he's going to take it very seriously and he's going to give it his all, and uh, you know, and 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 do his damnedest. I have no doubt that he is going to be in love with this part and take it very seriously. It doesn't mean I think he's got the chops to pull this off. You know, like I say, I, you know, I used to think he was awful. Now I think he's, he's fine. He's, he's good in what he does, but you know, it, it, I've never seen him in anything that I've just been like, you know, dynamite. That was really. And, and I think the other thing people are not taking into consideration is you know, they are comparing him to, you know, this not quite 75 years of Batman history, but, you know, probably the last 20 years of Batman history and the the, the Nolan films. Mm-hmm. But I suspect what we are going to see in this film, judging by what we got with Man of Steel, is we are going to see the new 52 version of Batman. So it's not really the beloved version by anyone anyway. You know what's funny about that? Like I, I, I know next to nothing about this new Fifty Two. All I can tell you is I have not heard a single positive word about the new Fifty Two from anyone that has followed any of this stuff. So I, obviously it must have done something for DC or something for the actual you know paper you know physical market of comics. It must have done some some good. Uh, if they're gonna, 
you know, take everything down that road. But I don't know. Just plant anyone, their flag in the ground, yeah. I don't know anyone that said anything good about it. Uh, there has been some good. You know, a lot of people have liked Jeff John's Aquaman run. They said it's the best run of Aquaman ever. Uh, and there's been, you know, uh, sort of a couple of things here and there. What's that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Were you saying any run of Aquaman being a good run I'm is not a bar? I'm going to make a joke like, Sorry. what is, you know, like, you know, you know, what, how bad was your cold? I don't know. Like, it's Aquaman. He talks to the fishes. Right. You know. But apparently a lot of people like that run, so uh, <laughs> I, I I can't speak to that. I, I, I thought the whole New 52, while there were some interesting ideas, the, the, it just seemed poorly thought out that it was you know they kept some stuff from the original continuity jettisoned the rest there was kind of no rhyme or reason uh-huh. why you know the justice league had to disband and get rid of their whole history but all of the rainbow lantern stuff got kept uh interestingly enough rainbow lanterns. uh we're rainbow Brothers. the rainbow lanterns oh all the red lanterns yellow lanterns all that thing yeah that's all all that continuity remained Uh, And then some of the like Batman and Robin stuff that carried over the stuff Grant Morrison was doing. So it was kind of weird what they kept, what they didn't. It didn't really make sense. Uh, But we learned on the Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman podcast that Jeff Johns was actually against the whole New 52 idea. He did not want that history jettisoned. He loves all that stuff. Yeah. So he kind of pushed back on that. Ultimately, you know, it wasn't his decision and he got outvoted. But, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people kind of lump him in with Dan DiDio uh, on that decision, but he was like, you know, uh, you know me, I love all that old stuff. I bring back all those crazy old villains, those weird third tier characters. He's just like, that's, that's my bag. So, uh, let me ask you something. Okay. Because I, I feel the readership is dying to know. Um, I threw out Josh Brolin, as as a as a name or a possibility, is there anybody that you sort of had in mind, or thought would be, you know, would 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 uh, do a good job as as the as the Batman? Oh boy, that's a good question. I mean, back in the day when, like, Dark Knight Returns actually came out, you talking, uh, talking back in the eighties, eighties, late eighties. Yeah, I always thought it would be amazing to see Brian Dennehy. Oh, you said that before. That, that was yeah, that is yeah. one of the single most interesting slash unusual choices I've ever heard for casting. I know a lot of people said like Clint Eastwood for it. Yeah, that was just because he's long. he's looked a thousand for you know a hundred years. Yeah, that's a long rumor. You know, twenty years ago that would have been a, a great uh, that would have been a great idea. But who now? If you could think of somebody now, you know, Colbert. Uh, I mean, I, it's it sounds kind of ridiculous, but I would almost say John Ham. I would go with I would go with the, the Ham. See now, yeah. if, if the word was uh, Affleck was going to direct uh, the new Batman film or Batman Superman, and Ham was going to be in it, knowing yeah. the, the what they did in uh, in the town, and I thought Ham was great in that. He yeah yeah you know it, it's not like he he blew your mind, but he he was really serviceable and did a great job as that character. I would be very excited about that. Yeah, he's an older guy. He, you know, certainly fits the billionaire playboy sort of sort of thing and still I think would be very interesting and and uh you know, he we've seen him be pretty versatile and stuff. Yeah, I think he would be um 
he would he would strike me as a you you, you mentioned Neil Adams. Did you mention Neil mm-hmm. Adams? I did. Yeah. He would strike me as a Neil Adams Batman. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. You know, I, that's I, really how he did draw Bruce Wayne. And, yeah, yeah. I would picture him in you know black turtlenecks, you know, in a, yep. in a ski lodge in the mid seventies. You know, because a lot of that, you know, uh, Adams and uh, and Danny O'Neill, they 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 riffed on Bond for a lot of that yeah. in the in the seventies. They really were um, trying to make him a very Bond esque. Uh, you know, solo act. Uh, and Ham, uh, you know, I always thought he'd be good as like, you know, they always talk about this man from Uncle reboot, you know, the, yep. the spy thing. I always thought Ham would be great for that or any kind of espionage stuff. I think he'd be a good choice. But it's what, what, what I, what, when it's, what's sobering to me when I do think about this Affleck thing is, is just the, the scope of it. I mean, this is, this is being set up. They're they're trying to get, as everyone knows, they're trying to catch up to Marvel, and they're trying to get a Justice League thing going. So this is going to be the guy. He he is the guy now, unless something goes terribly wrong. Yeah, which it can. Sometimes these things fall apart. Or he has a terrible accident, some kind. He is Batman. Or he gets really excited that Twinkies are back. Or he's really into the into the into the Twinks. He's going to be the guy for for a long time. Yep. Long time. Speaking of which, I saw that clip, you know, the, the Harrison Ford thing you were talking about on Conan. Did you ever see the clip? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even get the opening line right. No. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, I think he said, a long time ago, in a place... In a place far away. <laughs> far, yeah. far away. It's like, really, Harrison? Yeah. Really? Yeah, Andy Richter had to correct it. It's Star Wars. It's the thing that sort of, you know, kind of, sort of, I don't know, gave you a, a career. Don't remember the big famous line, huh? Yeah. You know, and then you go, did he really not know? Was he doing that thing? Or, you know, you know, was, was he being sneaky or was he losing it? It's hard to say. It's hard to say with him on those shows. So, uh, so there you go. There's a little bit of little Easter egg, uh, 80, 80, 84 and a half. 80. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We said we were going to do about 10, maybe 15 minutes. what do we do? We're at, we're at 37 minutes currently. Crap. 38. Well, yeah. it's a, so it's almost a full episode. It's a, so maybe this is episode 84. It's a big deal. It's not like the news is, Hey, Affleck's going to play the mayor in the next Batman movie. He's playing Batman. Yeah. It's, uh... They got rid of Nestor? Oh, I wonder... Yeah, they probably would. They'd reboot the whole thing, wouldn't they? Man. Uh, and just... Just... just <laughs> cause your text was very funny. Uh, naturally, uh, Alex Ross called me today. Yes. And, um... You know, remember, this is a guy, you know, particular as he is... He thought Bale was great. He loved Bale. Um, he, you know, as I do, enjoys the third X-Men film. I think that's a, it's got drawbacks, and it should have been you know, better than it was, but I do not think it's this disaster that it's made out to be. He feels the same way. He enjoys the first Ghost Rider, only because it's like, well, look at the source material. It was never good to begin with. So, you know, you got your Ghost Rider movie. Um, 
not happy about Ben Affleck being cast as Batman. What? Very, very, very disappointed. Shocking. And and if anything, it's just like, you know, well, there you go. There's just more proof that DC's got their heads up there. Wrecked him, I nearly killed him. Um, so, yeah, so he we had a nice long chat about that today. He's... Uh, it's going to write a strong well, we word. I mean, we know DC got no input into this. I, you know, I. So you think this is strictly Zack Snyder going? This is the guy I want. And Warner Brothers, yes. Well, I okay. Well, DC, I I put them together like DC Warner Brothers. Like I feel like it's all this family or whatever. Um, oh. And Warner Brothers is you know, they're in conjunction. You know, trying to get this this train going here. Um, but I do. I, I don't. I don't think he. He was of the opinion that it was much more down to to, to Snyder. And I, yes. my thing was like, well, I think yes, it's Snyder, but I think it's a huge part of this is Warner Brothers. You know, because of uh, because of Argo and um, there's a strong relationship they they have there. Uh, having said that, you know, <clears throat> you and I spent a good amount of time dissecting Man of Steel and a lot of those choices yep. being made by Snyder. So, you know, I don't know. But, you know, one more thing. We've, I've talked about this many times, how much I love Watchmen. I really do think Watchmen is one of the best comic book uh, films. <clears throat> I'll fight anyone that says otherwise. When you look at that movie and you, and you look at the, the casting of it, again, not perfect, but it's kind of the antithesis of picking someone like Ben Affleck in any of your parts. They, he, they went very much, you know, for the character actors and lesser knowns that fit the, the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I find that uh, <clears throat> interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah I, was, I was in a, a meeting yesterday... Uh, at, with someone that said he did not enjoy the Watchmen, and I was surprised. That because of the, the the source, like the man, the person himself, or just that someone couldn't enjoy that film, just didn't like uh, the interpretation of it. Interesting. <clears throat> Let me see. I was going to read. Uh, there was a funny quote. Someone kind of compiled some of the tweets from famous people yesterday, oh, really? uh, talking about yeah talking about this, Uh-oh. you know, kind of genre people like uh, Eric Larson, creative Savage Dragon said, Ben Affleck as Batman doesn't phase me in the least. Okay. Daredevil was a crappy movie, but you can't pin that on him. Uh, but one of the ones I really enjoyed, I can't Mark Millar, any... the creator of Kick-Ass said, Ben Affleck will be a brilliant Batman. Oh, Such you know... a nice, intelligent actor. The backlash to his backlash is now complete. Love it. You know what? I'm sorry. I've never done this on the show before. Fuck Mark Millar. Wow. I'm sorry. <clears throat> that guy has gotten further on a the back of a matchbook as far as ideas go than just about anybody in comics as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I don't – I could care less what his opinion is on anything. And this, him saying Affleck is a good idea is not an endorsement as far as I'm concerned. You know who else said it was a good idea, though, that I thought was interesting? I should look this up in just a second, uh, and I can get the direct quote. Uh, Paul Dini said that he was working on a Batman-Superman film 
two years before the Nolan stuff came into existence, mm-hmm. and Ben Affleck was someone they were considering. Interesting. Yeah. So this this was the quote I wanted to read you, though, because I, I thought it was just funny and very snarky, like he is Frank Conniff, who was TV's Frank oh, on Mystery Science yeah. Theater 3000. He is a hoot. He said, uh, when Ben Affleck plays Batman, it'll seem strange and different having a talented filmmaker on a Zack Snyder set. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, that was a little... Look, I, yeah. you know, I'm not going to say, you know, Snyder is a, a gifted filmmaker. He's done some good stuff, and I will, I will always stand by Watchmen and what he pulled off with that, with that movie. And... Like I said, you know, anybody can fight me and tell me that I'm wrong, you know, wrong or they hated it or whatever. I don't care. I, I thought it was I, – I can't imagine how you could have done a studio version of that story better than what he pulled off. And, nope. and you know, and, had, had, and he did it with utter conviction, stuck to his guns, and had that thing been a 90-minute PG-13 movie, it would have made double what it did make. Yeah. He made a three-hour hard R that was faithful. You know, had he, had, he, had he gone the other way and sold out, it would have done much, much better and, uh, uh, you know, um, across the board. But everybody would have pissed and moaned that, you know, it was compromised. He, he, he goes the, the, you know, accurate route, and he's going to get crucified for Like, I... I I just think that's that's ridiculous, and I'll you know I couldn't even get through the first thirty minutes. What was the one he did after that with the girls in the mental place? Sucker punch. Good God, I couldn't get through thirty minutes of that thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I thought, and I, that's I, it's your thirty minute rule. I thought the Dawn of the Dead remake was was very well done. Was was yeah. a good remake, um, and we know how we feel about Man of Steel. So I don't think he's he's talentless. I think that's. Pushing it. Speaking of, uh, saw the Evil Dead remake. Remind me, we'll talk about that the next episode. Okay. <laughs> that was mental. So real quick, I'll read you the Paul Dini thing, and then we can we can close up yeah, close up shop. Close up this fifteen minute uh, conversation about the. <laughs> yes. Uh, he says, "Happy to see Ben Affleck get the Batman gig. He was on top of my list ten years ago when Alan Burnett and I." Uh, worked briefly on a Batman-Superman feature pitch that ultimately never happened. Mm. I know Ben has a great knowledge and affinity for the character. I'm looking forward to see him don the cowl. And someone asked him a little more about, you know, what what was this project? We've never heard of this. And he said, yeah, it was great for the five minutes or so we were on it. Then the studio's attention got diverted to something else, and our take fell through the cracks. When they finally got back to us, they said they didn't know what was going to happen with Batman, then they paid us the remainder of what they owed us and thanked us for playing. About two years later, they went with the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight series, and the rest is history. So Interesting. Deanie, yeah, Deanie. I would love to see what those two guys could have done with it. He's an interesting uh, guy, Deanie. Do you know uh, that he is, I think he's in his late 50s. Yeah. He has been around. I'm not trying to say he's an old guy. I'm just saying he has. he's been around, you know, he was dabbling in animation like, I could be wrong. I don't think, but back in like the Thundar days, like I think he. Was, oh yeah, he was. He was around on some of those shows, like early eighties yep. kind of thing. Correct. He's uh, he's done it all. Real Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah. A lot of that stuff. The yeah. Mighty Mouse reboot. Yeah, and he's a huge ton of ton of stuff. The yeah. Looney Tunes stuff too. He's a big Looney Tunes yep. guy. 
He's an interesting, yeah. uh, interesting character, uh, Dini. And his wife is a magician. That is correct. And, uh, in fact, the last time I saw him was at the Magic Castle. Oh, okay. I turned around uh, to say something else, and he disappeared. Ah! What? Of course, I was very, very drunk at the time. <laughs> um, so there you go. That's a quick 10-minute dissertation on the casting of Ben Affleck. That uh, 10 minutes uh, compressed into 47 and a half minutes. Jesus, Pickett! What? There's a lot to say on this topic. Stop talking for a second. I don't think we've done one of these sort of one-topic shows before. We haven't, but that's we go the extra extra mile. That's right, fans. So, so uh, enjoy this very special two-episode week. Yes, that's right. So the last episode, we asked people for suggestions on uh, famous meals from sci-fi, fantasy, horror uh, genre pictures for yes. my restaurant. Uh, this one, I think we should say, well, if, if not Affleck, who would you, who would you want in the, in the cowl? Yes. I'd be curious to hear. Post it on our, uh, the Facebook page for Geek Shell Inherit, or you can shoot us an email, Daniel at GeekShellInherit.com or Jason at GeekShellInherit.com. And, uh, we, yeah, or even the Facebook page, which is Geek Shell Inherit, but the, there's only one L in shall on the, on the Twitter page. I didn't know that. Yeah, on the Twitter because they only have a certain number of characters, so I had to make an executive decision. I'm glad we uh, we had a meeting about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Warner Brothers. Thank you, Ben Affleck. Best of luck to you. We'll be there, I'm sure, opening weekends. That's right. And uh, may the force be with all of you. Nice. Very good. Have a good week, everyone. All right, bye. Shiny. Let's be bad guys. Secrets of nature's deepest mystery.